want people to answer to us while we answer to nobody. But Dr. Tony Evans says husbands and fathers need to take their rightful place in the spiritual chain of command. What makes a man a biblical man is his willingness to come under divine authority. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Men grow up in a series of hoods, babyhood, boyhood, manhood. But making it all the way to biblical manhood takes a certain kind of growing that Dr. Evans will tell us about today. Let's join him. Last week, I took my car in for a checkup. There were some other issues. My tires were not wearing evenly, nor were they wearing appropriately. The wearing of my tires was a problem. He says, your car is not aligned properly, and it's showing up in how your tires are being worn. He said, even if we replace your tires, if you do not fix the alignment, you will mess up something new. And because things were not aligned properly, there was unnecessary wear and tear on that which I was counting on to get me from point A to point B. When we look around today in our world, there is a lot of wear and tear. There is a lot of wear and tear on women who are being misused and abused and uh, negatively impacted and affected. There is a lot of wear and tear on children who also are being neglected and abused, walked away from, forgotten. And one of the issues is how do we resolve the social crisis that we are facing that shows up in so many of these lives and in the lives of so many of these people throughout our nation and of course our world. One of the major causes of this crisis that we're facing today is an alignment problem. And that is men not living up to the real definition of manhood. In other words, many of the problems that exist down here, certainly not all, and certainly this is not true of all men. So if what I say to you today doesn't apply to you, don't get upset. Just say it doesn't apply to me. Much of, not all of, but much of what we are travailing with culturally today has to do with many men being out of alignment And the wear and tear is showing up everywhere else. And until the alignment is fixed, the wear and tear will continue to be perpetuated. What does it mean to be a man? One of the ways you know that a culture is in trouble is when men become hard to find. God said in Isaiah chapter 3 verse 12, that judgment was upon the land because the children were running the adults and the women were running the men. That inversion was really reflective of a judged culture because men were hard to find. In fact, God says in one place, he says, I search for a man who would stand in the gap. 
so that I would not have to judge the land and I found none. As we define biblical manhood for you, any other definition that you have that disagrees with this definition is wrong. And it is only as we align ourselves, get in alignment, to God's prescription and definition of manhood will we begin to see things that are so worn out because we were out of alignment begin to function properly. In the two verses we read from Exodus chapter 34 verses 23 and 24, it says three times a year God would call all the men of Israel to appear before the Lord God. He ends verse 24 and says, you shall go up three times a year to appear before the Lord your God. Why were all the males, those who had the sexual identity, the gender specific prescription of maleness required to appear before the Lord their God? The reason why all the males were called out is because they were the ones God held responsible. They were the ones God held responsible. So they were the ones who were called out. Even the young boys who came with the fathers were called to be with them because they would be being transferred the responsibility for the well-being. He says the God of Israel, in that case, for the well-being of the nation. They were responsible. At the heart of graduating from malehood to boyhood to manhood is your ability and willingness to take divinely ordained responsibility as a man. In verse 23, he says, the Lord God. Verse 24, he says, the Lord, your God. He does not say all the males appear before God. I want you to appear before the Lord, your God. When the word Lord is added to God, he wants to say something specific about God. Let me say it another way. Three times a year, your men are to appear before the sovereign God. What makes a man a biblical man is his willingness to come under divine authority to place his maleness under divine authority. Until they were willing to submit to the authority above them, they would never or could never be the men that they were created to be because they would be operating out of alignment. You see, the reason why God called them together three times a year was to make sure they were in alignment. It is a man's willingness humbleness, if you will, to say, I have somebody over me to whom I must answer. One of the things that keeps men, even Christian men, from maximizing their manhood is we often want people to answer to us while we answer to nobody. A man will complain in a minute, my wife won't submit to me. But when you ask him, to whom are you submitted? He has no answer. 
because he submitted to nobody. He's accountable to nobody. He's responsible to nobody. He demands a submission he's not willing to model. A man's self-definition is tied to his spiritual subordination. Let's look briefly back when God first created a man in Genesis chapter 2 when he created the first man, Adam, In Genesis chapter 2, this is the paradigm. This is what God had in mind. Now let me show you what the head of state, that is the Lord your God, did for the first man. Chapter 2 verse 7, then the Lord God formed man. So he made him a man. Verse 8, the Lord God planted a garden. So he, he created a homestead for the man. Verse 9, out of the ground the Lord God caused every tree that is pleasing to the sight and good for food. He provided for the man. Verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. He got a job for the man. Verse 16, the Lord God commanded the man saying, now Eve has not been created yet. Eve is not on the scene yet. Why? Because when Eve shows up, Adam's relationship to God should have already set stuff up. So Eve comes into a setup. God set the parameters for the way Adam would operate. He says, from every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. I want you to maximize your potential. I want you to enjoy yourself. But there is one thing I don't want you to do. And that is try to live out your manhood independently of me. Why? Because the tree was an informational tree, knowledge. But he says, I don't want you to use your own knowledge. I want you to use derived knowledge from me. He said, I'm going to give you my word. That's why God's word is so important for a man and why his word is so important for a woman. Because everybody's banking on some word. The woman married you because she believed your word. She believed when you made those promises that your word was good. He gave him his word because his word would be the thing that would sustain him. So what happened? What happened to the first happy home? An inversion. And it all started with the devil coming to the woman. The devil coming to the woman. Why did the devil come to the woman? That was on purpose. He didn't just happen to run into her first. No, he was flipping the roles. And when he flipped the roles, all hell broke loose. And I can guarantee you, if the roles are flipped in your house, all hell is breaking loose in your home. If you're out of alignment, all hell is breaking loose. If she's out of alignment and she's trying to be the man, all hell is breaking broke loose. Or you become such a punk to keep peace that, you know, he reversed the roles. It says the woman made the decision. We're going to eat. Adam said, okay. Whatever you say, dear. 
In fact, I do have some good news for us this man. Good news because when God came down after they had eaten the fruit, God said to him, because you listened to your wife. So sometimes you're not supposed to listen to her. But you won't know when you are and when you aren't if you don't know what God wants. If you don't know what God wants, should I listen to it now? Should I not listen to it now? Does she know what she's talking about now? Does she not know what she's talking about now? You're going to become thoroughly confused because you don't know what God wants, so you don't know if what she wants is okay with God. So everybody's out of alignment. Well, Dr. Evans will come back with more on that in just a moment. As fast as medicine and technology have been advancing, it seems like the family has been declining. As that trend continues, divorce rates go up, satisfaction in the marriages that stay together goes down, and children, tragically, are caught in the middle. Well, we want to help you set a healthier course for your family and other families you care about by sending you a powerful resource called the One Family Under God Study Guide. Use it on your own or with your Bible study or small group, and it'll lead you to a better understanding of what God intended for families and how to move in that direction. Along with the guide, you'll get a DVD loaded with six powerful teaching sessions from Dr. Evans. And right now, we're making it available as our gift in appreciation for your contribution of any size toward the work of The Alternative. And as a special bonus, we'll also include the full-length version of all six messages in this month's featured teaching series, The Kingdom Family. So visit us today at TonyEvans.org to get your copy of the One Family Under God Study Guide and The Kingdom Family, all in appreciation for your gift of any amount before time runs out. Again, that's TonyEvans.org or call our resource request line at 1-800-800-3222 where staff members are on hand 24-7 to help you. That's 1-800-800-3222. Right now, Dr. Evans is back with more of today's lesson. Let's join him. Chapter 14 of uh, 1 Corinthians says, If a woman has a question, let her ask her husband at home. It says, don't let her be coming all to the church. Say, if a woman has a question, let her ask her husband at home. Now that implies he's going to get an answer. Right? He's going to have an answer. You see, every man here is supposed to be the pastor in your house. You're supposed to be, you're not only supposed to be the husband, you're supposed to be the pastor. Whatever your name is, she should be able to say, Pastor, whoever you are. It, I, wait a minute, I didn't make that up. I, that, that came, that's right there in 1 Corinthians 14. It says, let her ask her husband at home. You say, but I haven't been to seminary. I haven't been to Bible college. No, no. Just like if you're the man, you got to find a job. If you're the pastor, you got to find an answer. That's why you ought to be the first one up coming to church so I can learn what I need to learn so I can pastor properly this week. That's why we put the Bible studies on the internet after every sermon on Monday morning so you can pull it down and based on the sermon you just heard, you can have devotions with your family. We've done half of the work, two-thirds of the work for you. That's why every man needs to have some spiritual men in his life to whom he can appeal to so he can get God's answers, the issues that show up in his family so that when your wife asks you a question, she knows she's not hearing from you, she's hearing from God. 
Biblical man is responsibility under God. It is taking ownership underneath God. Even Jesus's manhood was subject to the father. There is none greater than him because he was perfect. No flaws, no mistakes, no sins ever. The greatest man that ever lived said, I have to check with my father first. Now, if a perfect man had to check with his father, how much more do imperfect men need to check with our father? I mean, and when a woman is, before we make this decision in our family, I'm going to go get some spiritual counsel to make sure I'm leading my family in the right, most productive and responsible way. You have just changed the respect level in your home. Because now she's looking to you because she knows you're looking to somebody else. You're getting a divine mandate on this issue. And that God is not an addendum or a church service. God is the one to whom you have aligned yourself. Now what's the payoff for this? This definition of a man. Let's go back to our passage, Exodus 34. God didn't just give you stuff to do without a good reason. Verse 24. For I will drive out nations before you and enlarge your borders. And no man shall covet your land when you go up three times a year to appear before the Lord your God. Now watch this. If you will operate underneath the Lord God, if the Lord God is calling the shots, for your manhood, for your maleness, so that it becomes biblical manhood. And the Lord your God is doing this. And I know this definition of manhood that I'm talking to us about is risky business. Because if you take this approach, you're going to risk what other people think. You're going to risk, you know, even some adjustment in your own home if your wife is not used to you being pastor. It's risky business. So this would take faith to get up and leave my house with every other male. No police force, no military, no banks, no commerce, no, I mean, everything is shut down. To believe that God is the sovereign Lord. But then God says to them, here's what I'm going to do. I will drive out nations before you. Now, the nations were the enemies that were going to come in and try to bring destruction. He says, if you appear before my sovereignty, the stuff you're trying to do on your own, I will do for you. Listen. There is no experience like an experience of watching God do something for you that you've been trying to do for yourself. I will drive them out. All that stuff you're dealing with, all of that invasion of your life, your peace, all that stuff is trying to rule over you, invade your career, invade your productivity, all that stuff invading you. If you allow me to be the Lord your God and you appear before me, I will drive them out. Not only will I not allow them to get what I have given you, 
I'm even going to change how they feel about it. I'm going to shift their desires away from you and drive them in the other direction. And then he says, I will enlarge your borders. That means expanding your capacity to receive more from God. You don't have to be satisfied where you are. And you don't have to be satisfied the way things are. He says, I will expand your capacity to receive more from me. When you come before the Lord your God, when you come underneath the alignment of the rule of God in every area of your life, in your job, in your career, with your family, with your finances, with a, when you come underneath my authority and responsible under me, then I will drive out the resistances that you're facing. Biblical manhood is a male who has submitted himself to divine authority in every area of life. This is not just going to church. This is not just reading a verse. This is a way of operating. If you want her to follow you, you must model following somebody. She wants to know that it's real and this is a way that we're going to operate. So, here's what every woman should say who has a man in her life, either a husband or one who has that potential. If you will begin operating based on the biblical definition of manhood today, I will treat you as my Lord. I will come underneath your authority, your covering, so that this home can be brought in line with what God expects. I will follow you as you follow him. And from this day forward, I will call you Lord. Now, if this is the kind of man you want, and this is the kind of man you will respond to if he, in fact, he becomes this kind of man, then um, there's no better time to tell him than right now that if he becomes this kind of man, you're going to verbally and visibly treat him as Lord. Don't look at me. If he's sitting next to you, you need to look him in the eye and tell him. Dr. Evans will come back to wrap up our program with a word of prayer in just a moment. In the meantime, if you'd like to add today's message to your home or church library, contact us about the title, Returning to Biblical Manhood. You can request it on CD or DVD, and when you do, check into getting a copy of Dr. Evans' featured series for this month, The Kingdom Family. As I mentioned earlier, we'd like to send you the CD version of this six-message collection as our gift, if you can help us keep this program coming your way with a contribution of any amount. This special offer also includes Tony's One Family Under God Study Guide and DVD. It's one way we can show our appreciation for your continued faithful support that makes our ministry possible. But again, this special double offer is only available for a limited time, so make a point of requesting it today when you visit us online at TonyEvans.org. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Our phone center is also open 24-7 to help you with your resource requests. You can reach us there at 1-800-800-3222. That's one 800 800-3222. Well, on Monday, Dr. Evans will continue his month-long look at healing in the home as he paints a portrait of a Christian family. I hope you'll be with us. Right now, though, he's back to lead us in a closing prayer. Father, I thank you for the Word of God that goes forth through this ministry and for every ear that hears it. 
I pray that you will use the word in the life of each person individually so that they know that they are hearing from you and are transformed by what they hear. I pray that that transformation touches them at their place of need, wherever they're hurting, struggling, wherever they're in pain or wherever they're celebrating. May you be the center of that and may they be able to say because of the word that they've heard and because of the true God that they're interacting with right now that you have showed up and shown off on their behalf doing good by them no matter what their circumstances happen to be. Thank you for how you're going to touch every listener today in your own special way. In Jesus' name, amen. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 